Welcome to the She Is I Am podcast. I am Angela Mullen. I hope you all are doing well. It's time for some real life, real talk conversation. So let's jump into it. So today I have Brianka here with me. Some of you know, but some of you may not know. Brianka is my assistant. She's been working with me now for a little over a year. And I'm going to have her share with you how she found me what she started as, um, what a typical day looks like for her with being a wardrobe assistant and how she just maintains her mental state with this roller coaster of being a wardrobe stylist assistant, because it is a roller coaster, you know, being freelance, sometimes you're working, sometimes you're not working, sometimes you're working on a million gazillion things. Um, and it's not all of what people think it is. Like it's not all glitz and glam. Oh, we show up super cute. We make people look cute. No, sometimes we're running in sneakers, looking crazy, waking up, running because we might have to be to set at 5 a.m. Um and sometimes we might have to make people look ugly, like dirty, gritty. You know, it's not all of what y'all might think it is. But I've tried to say that and tell y'all, but I don't think y'all be listening. So that's why I had to bring Brianka on here so y'all can hear from somebody else. So welcome, B. Hi, Angela. Hi, guys. I am so glad to be a part of the She Is I Am podcast today thank you for having me (laughs) am i your first feature no but Um, you are my first feature business partner i guess yeah like i have my girlfriends on here but nobody who actually worked alongside of me who can really give some insight on this industry that we work in so people don't think it's just all fluff like i need you to let them know that what i'm saying is facts got you y'all i'm gonna just start off by saying i love working with and for angela and i say with and for because foremost angela isn't the type of person to make you feel like you're working for her even though i am like She gives me assignments to do and I get them done for her, but she doesn't make you feel like you're working for her. And I just love that. Like she makes me feel equal and she makes me feel like the teacher some days and I'm the student some days and vice versa. And um, I just wanted to say that first and foremost. Because my brain be going and half the time I be like, B, wait, hold up. Help me here. Will me back in. Let me focus. No, for real. That's why I love working with her because, you know, sometimes people who you work for, they don't, they feel like they're always the coach. Like, they're not teachable, but that's not how it is. Um, So, I have a long story short. <laughs> when I uh first started my wardrobe styling assistant experience, um... I really really wasn't sure what I was getting myself into. 
Um, I wasn't even sure what I wanted to do for a while. It, it, it took me a while to really figure out what I wanted to do long-term career-wise. Um, when I first attended college, I thought I wanted to be a CPA. So I went to college for four years, graduated, got my bachelor's in accounting, after Woo-hoo, yeah, we be needing that accounting experience, man. But accounting is boring. That's not the lifestyle for me. So, um, and by the time I realized that it was time for me to graduate college, so I'm just like, man, <laughs> let me just take this degree and see what's out there for me. But while I was attending college, um, I got my first retail job, which was a part time job at True Religion. Not sure if you're familiar with True Religion brand jeans out there, but it's a well. I say they cater to the urban. Yep, the culture ones with the thick stitches. Yeah, outside. Yep, mm-hmm. but um, it's a little more rock style, rock star ish too. Um, I don't know where it stands today though, but I love True Religion. I love the clients. I love the customers that came in. The clothes was okay, um, but I I just loved working in that environment, and the pay was so little, but like I said, it was part-time during college, so I wasn't really tripping, Um, and so I worked there while I was in college, graduated college, moved back home to South Carolina for a while. I knew it was going to be very temporary because... I'm from a really small town where there's no opportunity. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody's somebody's mama's cousin somewhere down the line. And um, that's just nowhere I wanted to be. So I told myself I'll be in South Carolina for a year or less. I was literally there for like five months. (laughs) Um, Moved to Atlanta, came to Atlanta. I had a plan, but no plan, if that makes sense. Um, still really didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, very, very, very little money. So I took the first job opportunity that I, that I, uh, was granted with, which which was Pandora and Lenox Mall. Um, didn't know much about Atlanta, but I knew Lenox Mall was like the popping mall. If you were somebody, you were going to Lenox. So I was like, I'm about to give me a job at Lenox. Ain't no telling who I'll meet and see in there. So I um I came to visit a friend in Atlanta. I was supposed to be here for a weekend, literally end up staying a whole week. I um printed out my resume, went to Lennox, submitted my resume. Pandora was the first person that called me, offered me a job, and I moved to Atlanta. That was literally what, three years ago. So Pandora, I wasn't there that long very temporary. I found me a really, really, really great job um, in Dunwoody. It was uh, for an insurance company. It was called Ritter Insurance Marketing. I was a customer service rep, hated it, but the pay was really good, Um, but I still hated it. I would literally wake up every morning at 6 a.m. to drive an hour away to talk to customers about something I had no desire, no passion for, which was insurance, telling customers why they should have health insurance. That job gave me headaches. I went home every day with a headache. Um, I did not like it. I was only there for the money. 
So after a while, I got myself fired on purpose. I would show up to work late every day. And um, I got fired. And since I got fired, I was able to get unemployment, which worked out perfect. That was my whole plan. That was smart. Right. (laughs) So um, I was still working at, well, let me backtrack a little bit. I ended up getting a job transferring to the True Religion here in Atlanta. I was working part-time there. So while I was at Ritter, I would work at Ritter from 8 to 4.30 and be to true religion by 5 30 and work 5 30 to 9 loved true religion i loved everything about it i loved the 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 clients the culture i just loved everything about it and um it made me realize even more what i wanted to do for the rest of my life which was not work in retail <laughs> but right. i can agree with that <laughs> no because retail they don't pay you nothing I don't know how I was getting by, but um, but not working retail, but to be a stylist because basically that's what I was doing at True Religion, putting together outfits for customers and upselling them on a t-shirt they just came in to buy, but actually putting a belt and pants and, and socks with it. So creating a whole look for a customer. So True Religion, I was at True Religion making very, very little money, um, quit well, got fired from Ritter. Um, had a little breakdown, a little talk to God, and you know, just I w- I was starting to realize that I'm getting older, and I really my plan wasn't I wasn't executing the plan, even though I didn't have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> the plan was to just not go back home. The plan was to, to make not it happen. Exactly. Whatever it is, make it happen, and figure out what my purpose was, like what. What am I passionate about for real, for real? Mm-hmm. So I took everything in and I'm just having a breakdown, having talks with God more and more often. And I came to realize, like, maybe I should try this styling thing out. Like, that's what I'm doing anyway. Maybe I should get more serious about it. Like, I'm passionate about clothes. I love fashion. I love shopping. And I love helping people. So if you tie that all into one, what is that? Your wardrobe stylist. So I went on Instagram because if you use Instagram could be utilized. Like Instagram is really a networking tool if you utilize it the correct way. So what I did was I went to Instagram. I hashtagged Atlanta wardrobe stylist and literally searched for Atlanta wardrobe stylist. I came across so many pages, but of course, everyone has their own style and their own target audience or, you know, clients that they're catered to. So I basically researched and researched until I found some stylists that, you know, stood out to me. And I was really looking for someone that I felt like I could personally vibe with. I created an email template and I sent it out. Well, I actually direct messaged everyone the same message. I basically introduced myself. Hi, I'm Brianka. I'm new to Atlanta. Um, I'm an inspiring wardrobe stylist. And I'm interested in knowing if you're looking for an intern or an assistant because I'm... 
I want to gain knowledge and know the ins and outs of being a successful wardrobe stylist. And I'm not even looking for pay. I just want to get my foot in the door. Um, sent everybody the same message. Some people responded. Some people didn't. Angela responded. <laughs> but she responded with a message that, you know, I wasn't too pleased with. But I was just glad that she did respond. Um, Angela stood out to me because when I was looking over her Instagram, she was basically like superwoman. Like this lady is doing it all and she's young. Like she's only a few years older than me. Um, she's a mother, she's a wife, she's a stylist who's not focused on just styling, but also focusing on her own brand as well. So and um i don't know she just had a lot going on but seemed like she was maintaining it like i was like dang this lady this fucking superwoman <laughs> what did i say <laughs> what was my response so when i dm i don't Angela, want you thinking i was rude or ignorant oh, no, or no, nothing no. less because you know it'd be some haters nah she was <laughs> not rude at all i dm'd her um that that message and she basically just said that her intern list was filled at the moment and um if anything becomes available that she will reach back out to me i think i sent angela that dm october 2018 never heard anything back from her because she is a busy woman um and i honestly totally i totally forgot <laughs> because in my defense i don't really and even for some other um professionals as well they may not look to direct messaging and take what that inquiry is seriously. Like, if you're serious, I expect for you to reach out to me the professional way and send me an email, you know, just as you would if you were going to apply for a major corporation. You're not going to just send them a message in there. No, you know, of course, B knows that I'm not, you know, talking about her. It's just really, I'm using this time to educate you guys. Um, you wouldn't reach out to a major corporation and say, hey, are y'all hiring? When can I come in and interview? You know what I'm saying? You would go through the proper process, which would be to go to their website, go to their email or click submit an application or walk into that establishment and apply for the job. So that was the only reason why that was the response that it was and that was that really wasn't why it was the response that it was but that's why i forgot back to you b sorry so yeah um i dm'd her and she, um that was her reply and that was october of 2018 i was able to gain experience with uh someone else who was able to coach me but then I had got a job at a boutique in uh, Buckhead. So our schedules were a little off. So I stopped working with her. And the time that I did work with her, I, I actually became obsessed with it. So I'm like, dang, like, I gotta, I gotta get back on it. Like, I gotta find me some work. I gotta get my foot in the door. I gotta get my name out there. So I did the same thing. But this time around, I emailed versus sending a direct message and I emailed Angela this time and that was in May of 2019 so like seven months later I reached back out 
and, you know, send her an email reintroducing myself. Hi, I'm Brianka. I DM'd you like sometime last year, just, you know, following up with you to see if you need any interns or assistance. I'm just trying to get my foot in the door. I'm not looking for pay. Basically saying, look, lady, I just want to work. <laughs> I just want to learn. Right. So by my surprise, Angela emailed me right back. Like I was real surprised. Like, oh my God, she emailed me back and she wants to meet me yeah. like this week. What the hell? So I don't know. Um, we met uh, at Starbucks like two days later. So just to see how we, um, you know, get a vibe off each other. And it was a great vibe. Like we literally clicked. Long story short, the next week, Angela was calling me and was like, B, what you doing? And I was like, nothing good because I need you to pull up to Tyler Perry Studios right now. I need you on a job. And I'm like, okay, mom, I'm about to go work at Tyler Perry Studios. <laughs> so I'm like, dang, like, I just met this lady and she already calling me like, pull up at Tyler Perry Studios. Mind you, this is my first time at Tyler Perry Studios. Um, also, this wasn't even a, a job that Angela was, like, the key stylist. She was just, she was kind of helping out. And for her to be able to, like, plug me in and she's not even head or key, like, just says a lot about her. She had me working on set, like, the week after I met her. And it was a paid job. Look at God. Exactly. Won't he do it? <laughs> yes, he will. Honestly, y'all, I didn't care if it was paid or not. I was just happy to be in the building. <laughs> <laughs> See what happened when you step out on faith? For real, because, y'all, it's a process with everything. If you're passionate about it, if you put the hard work behind it, the money is going to come. Mm. Like... You shouldn't start off with something looking for pay or looking for the money. Like, it's going to come. It's right. going to flow. As long as you're putting that hard work and dedication in, it's going to flow. And you might go through some struggles. For real. you learn along the way. You're definitely going to go through some struggles. What nothing nobody is... can take from you is the grind and all of the hard work you put in to getting to where you are. I done worked in many a free sh- free projects. Well, I'm, well, yeah. I've built my book that's all free work these test shoots mm-hmm. are free work you mm-hmm. know it's to prove it's to make you credible like it's to better your craft and like you right. said it's the passion that's behind it you have to be passionate you have to have faith and know that and look at it like okay this is an investment right you're investing in yourself and it's just showing others that you're you want it so bad like you're going so hard for it like Dang, this girl pulling up every time I call her, and I ain't even, I don't even gotta pay her, you know? Mm-hmm. So it is an investment. It's investing in yourself because it's, it's a long term investment. Mm-hmm. And they'll show you, like, like, for me, even if it's a project that I would say I can't pay you cash for, if I value, if I value you, I'm gonna show you that some kind of way i might and i'll be up front like look this gig i might not be able to pay you for but i feel like not to you know boost me up but i feel like i'm good like i know my word is like 
valid. Mm -hmm. Like, I know the type of person I am. So if I say I might not be able to pay you on this one, but I got you, in these streets, I'm credible. Like, if I say I got you, I got you. That may mean, okay, look, I'm going to find a budget for you some kind of way, or I'm going to make sure I get you a gig, even if it's not with me, or I might compensate you for your gas, or I might compensate you for your meal or something. But that's just how I show my appreciation when my people show up for me. Like everybody might not be that way and that's okay. And even for me, you have to show me that you're worth this. Like why should I spend money on you? Like when I, I mean, I can do this myself. It might be hard, but I can find a way to do it myself. Right. But you got to show up for yourself first and you showed up for yourself by, you know, taking the leap of faith. You showed up for yourself by reaching out, following up, right. showing up. Right, cuz I'm telling this I'm telling Angela like I don't I don't care if you pay me or not and I don't got no money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm broke and I'm telling a stranger I don't care if you pay me or not. And like that's what we want to hear because with these wardrobe stylists these freelance ones, what we're not going to really say is, yes, yeah, says, shoot, we ain't got no money right here, right now either. We we live, honestly, it's check to, t- check to check. We're on a strict budget because now, now that you've been in it, you know, sometimes you might not have a job for three months. Right. Like, everybody be making it seem like, oh, yeah, everything is good. No, this the She Is I Am podcast, real life, real talk conversations going on over here. It ain't always like that. You don't always have money. That's why. What was I teaching you when we would get the, when we would get our jobs? Look, stack them checks. You better stack. You better go ahead, pay your bills up for a few months because when that drought come, we don't be looking over here. Shoot, you gotta help yourself. You gotta make sure you. Have your finances intact because you don't know if you'll get another job. It could be it could be a while, you know. So, yeah, and that's true because when I first my first gig at the Tyler Perry Studios, I probably didn't have another job until like two months later. But after that. It was consistent for about three months. Like, we had so many jobs back to back to back, whether it was a commercial, two commercials back to back, or editorial shoot, or a video shoot. I was able to gain experience and um, learn the different different avenues of styling that I didn't even know existed. Like, one type of styling is editorial, or you might like TV and film more, or... Uh, video shoots more or even just like shopping for a personal client just like having your personal clients you shopping style for just for everyday lives or whatever so um I enjoyed learning all of those uh I like I said I didn't even know it was so much behind being a wardrobe stylist until I started interning with Angela which is crazy because I wasn't even an intern long, like the projects came so fast and she needed me more than we both thought she would at the beginning. That's a fact. (laughs) So I actually became 
an assistant like really, really quick, which like I got more roles versus just, you know, showing up at a project and learning. Like I was more hands on. I even got to be on set for a music video, um, Looney Baby featuring Lucci. Uh so we, we had two projects in, in one day. Um we had an editorial shoot and we had a video shoot and Angela of course Angela she is superwoman but she can't be in two places at one time so she needed me to be at one place and she asked me she was like which would you rather be and I'm like shit neither for real because <laughs> like are you sure you want me there by myself <laughs> like I don't know like if I even feel comfortable being there by myself because I'm just getting started like I don't even consider myself a stylist yet like I don't know I'm I was overthinking doubting myself but it turned out perfect actually like the project was crazy anyway because we found out a project about the project nine o'clock the night before you know the store is closed at nine so we had to go shop at like places like walmart target and ross which is another thing i had to learn like as a stylist with the different projects the different avenues you will shop at different stores like for instance with commercials uh is very commercials are very realistic like they want the characters and the actors to look like every day so we will shop at walmart honestly but uh, as a beginner you wouldn't even think about shopping at walmart for clients it's like i'm not going to walmart for, for no client what <laughs> but that's that's just the things that producers and all of the higher people over the production will want so because mm -hmm. you got to get the look anybody right. you know a lot of people think styling is just about top designers and name brands and all this flashy stuff what can you do with stuff that don't have no name brand like what can you do with a look from walmart how can you make that look cute what about ross or you know not that i've been there in a minute but i've actually i have been there in a minute i've had to go into rainbow and shop right city trends like who would have thought like you feel like when you get to a certain point like oh that's not my client in personal styling definitely wouldn't be my client to go into a rainbow and shop. We're trying to record. Brace just threw an apple in here. I ran. What 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 the heck is going on in my house? Like I I can't even. This is just nuts. He didn't want to show his face. Just throws the apple in here. At least you know, he ate it. Whatever. He's healthy. He's a healthy He's ridiculous. baby. Ridiculous. Um. But yeah. So for personal styling, that's not gonna that that's not gonna be our client. But. You have to be able to be diverse, even in your aesthetic. Like, that's that's a part of being creative. You have to be able to get the look, take their vision, and bring their vision to life, mm -hmm. even if it's on a $500 budget for five people. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> it's up to you to make this work. Oh, you a wardrobe stylist, huh? Oh, you a stylist, stylist. Get me this look. For $500. Really what I'm saying is get me this look for less than $500. Because I want to see if you really bought what you say you bought. And if you can get me this look for the low. And we get a little buffer back. Because they always love to know that they got some money left over. Right. But I mean, at times, things change. You might end up having to go over budget. But that is not 
that should not be the first mm-hmm. the first thing so that was that was another thing that I learned like budgeting it is budgeting for your personal clients budgeting for production uh projects it is it's all different but it kind of ties in and plays the same part if that made sense shoot um, budgeting for your personal life yep because with freelance yep whew, you might might not be working for a while exactly and like me so for instance like i haven't worked on a project in probably since october of last year maybe but mm-hmm. november it wrapped in november of last year boomerang yeah you was over there with me too I'm yep boomerang That's cool. that was a um that it's was important a, to network, y'all. Yes, it's very important to because network. Because no does not mean never. Like, just because you might not have a chance to work with that person, that person can plug you in with somebody else. So it's always good to build relationships. You know, stay in contact, follow up, reach out. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I went on to work on Boomerang, but we needed extra hands. Oh, okay. You know somebody, I most definitely do. And of course, I'm going to recommend somebody who I have worked with whose work ethic I know is on point. And I know that they'll come and they'll represent me because that's me putting my name out there, sticking my neck out there. And they're going to take me up on whoever I recommend because they're going to feel like that if she's recommending you, then you're going to be a reflection of her in some kind of way. Right. I know it's a lot of pressure, but <laughs> you you lived up to it. And that was one of the first things Angela told me, like, when I first met her. Like, if these people love you, they're going to remember you and they're going to call you back, which mm-hmm. they did. Because to fast forward, well, to backtrack, my first project that Angela, you know, put me on with was Sunday's Best at Tyler Perry Studios. And I actually lied boomerang was not my last project fast forward the lady angela worked under for sunday's best um angela called me to day play one day i was there one day literally a few hours Yeah, one day that's crazy at sunday's best just to you know give them a little extra help the task was so simple y'all all i had to do was steam robes Mm-hmm. But I loved it. I just loved the. I just loved being there. But anyway, I say that to say Angela was right. If they love you, they're gonna call you. I got a call, and basically, um, the the lady that Angela worked under, she called me and asked for me to come assist her for Sunday's Best, uh, this season, right before the pandemic. We filmed what two episodes, and then um, it canceled because of Corona, but. I don't know, y'all. I just, I don't know why I doubt myself so much. So I'm thinking Angela had the same position she had for the last season. Like she was going to, I don't know, be on the show again. Mm -hmm. But come to find out, she wasn't. Like the lady just literally remembered me and liked me. Mm -hmm. And she really, she called me herself. And I'm like, look at God. Angela said that would happen and it happened. Um, I was surprised. I was honored and I was excited. And I was still willing to learn and grow. And I'll say that people will help you with opening doors. And I can't help you or anybody all day long or anybody else can help somebody else all day long get in the door of the production industry. Right. It's going to be up to you if you stay, if you keep your spot. Like, how can you keep 
that door open and more doors opening for yourself. Exactly. You still have to do your part. Like you have to acquire so many skills and really you didn't, you had the skills. You were just being yourself. Right. You know, when she called you back, it probably did was a shock that I wasn't going to be there, but no, it's like, no, you on your own now. Like now you're going to be networking with other people and they're going to be referring you to other people. Exactly. And um, I was nervous because this was going to be my first project working without Angela. And I, I just, I don't know. I always feel like I need her there to hold my hand. And I don't know. I was really nervous, but the opportunity fell short because of Corona. But, you know, I'm looking forward to the next opportunity that I will have without Angela. Not saying it like that, but, you know. Right. On my <laughs> own. So, you gotta um, believe in yourself. Yes, yes, yes. You have everybody to believe in can yourself. believe in you, but you gotta believe. Right. In you. All these people I don't even know like that believing in me, and I'm just like, eh, I'm okay. I struggle with that too. So that that's another thing that I'm working on as I grow. Becoming a wardrobe styling assistant has really changed my life. I set more goals for myself. I challenge myself more. I meditate more. You Once. know. For real, because... That's me clapping for meditation, y'all. Y'all, you got to, because honestly, like, for instance, working on film or TV project, you're working with so many different people, so many energies, so many attitudes, and it's just like, you have to keep yourself sane. Yeah. And I'm speaking from a, uh, from experience. Like, uh, you just have to keep your mental state at peace. Peace of mind over paychecks, and I've learned that from Angela as well. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Peace of mind over paychecks, y'all. Okay, we gotta talk about that. Where did that come from? Because I, I forgot all about it until you just mentioned it just now. But that's facts. That that is facts. Peace of mind over paychecks came from my experience from a previous job that I had. When I said you deal with different energies every day, you just, you know, have to. And keep it going. Um, and that that's one of the tips that, you know, my future wardrobe stylist needs to remember. Like, everybody isn't the same. Everybody doesn't work the same. Um, me, personally, I'm very coachable. And when I was looking for someone to intern under, I was looking for someone who was very teachable. And also coachable as well so that we could teach each other things. Like, I don't know everything. So, I'm always willing to learn and always willing to grow so that I could um, succeed in the long run. Um, another good thing to remember for my future wardrobe stylist is have a good email address. One that's actually active. Nothing with, you know, nothing too too much in the address like my email address is simple brianca.jeffrey at yahoo first and last name not no sexy baby or you know like some email addresses people be having and they're trying to submit something professional and you're like what right <laughs> so have a good email address and a good email message like just stick to a subject you know, make it known what you're searching for. Introduce yourself first things first. Introduce yourself. Make your message known, like what you're searching for, what you're interested in. Don't just, you don't want to 
drain the reader with a long message but make it detailed enough to catch their attention and let them know that you're serious um also i left my number in the email and my social media where um they could find me on social media as well and speaking of social media private accounts i know some people have their their bias about private social media like a private instagram account I personally feel like if you're reaching out to several people about a job opportunity or any opportunity, why would your page be private? Yeah. We need like, to see you. Right. And I don't because I've used that. Like I wanna see how you represent yourself right, on a day to the day. public. Because what people don't understand is you are already judged based on how you look. Before you even speak, people are already judging you. That's why it's important to be presentable and look put together because i mean they're going to want for you to show up at a business meeting or you know at a networking event and know that they can trust the fact that you're going to show up and look presentable so i need to be able to see your social media account and know like okay you know i see they dress you know a little classy or okay are they a little bit they party too much for me i don't want that distraction you know you don't you just don't want to leave any room for people to assume and then come up with a whole story that's really not even about, you know, that that's totally false from who you are as a person. So sh sharing your social media page and posting appropriate images is important because we're judging you off your social media page already. Yep. So why have your social media private? Um, that's like one of my biggest pet peeves. Like someone that's selling something or I don't know. Why is your social media private? Um, so another tip that um I have is to research. Like you never know enough. Research the types of styling, um, the body types, the different styles, the trends. Like you want to stay up to date of what's going on in the fashion world because um you just you just want to know oh and networking networking is my my last tip like you have to be willing to network i'm a shy person but then again i'm not i'm like 50 50 i'm i don't mind approaching people like be the first approacher and you know introduce myself but on the inside i'm like tingling <laughs> <laughs> but you have to be able to network and if you're not yeah. going to speak up how are you going to network like yeah i've had to learn how to do that all right networking i'm an introvert but you got to speak up because closed mouths don't get fed mm -hmm. and especially in atlanta it's all about who, who you, you know, know at the end of the day like it can be a gazillion people with experience but they're going to take someone else's recommendation they're gonna take that first exactly like for instance it's been a good two or three times where angela we had a project schedule but angela couldn't make it because we had something else or she has something else and she will recommend me like and they're not gonna question her they're like mm -hmm. okay send her on yeah like that's how i met izzy yeah, and, and got opportunities with Izzy through Angela. Like she's like, oh, I ha I have my assistant can come through, and just like that time, the last project I worked with Izzy, he called you. You couldn't do it, and he yeah. called me. I and miss my friend Izzy. 
So Izzy has passed away now, and his birthday is actually coming up Virgo in a game. few days. We're team Virgo over here. Yeah. Oh, Miss Izzy. So I say that to say, like, networking will definitely get you in places where you wouldn't even imagine being. So if you had one, just one tip you could give to our listeners, what would it be? And it can be about, you know, I'm big on like, mental health mm -hmm. and all of that so maybe it. let's keep it there because we talked a lot about the wardrobe industry and all of that stuff but what's one tip that you can leave them with um as they embark upon their journey into this industry or with whatever industry because these this is valuable information that they can really like take for whatever career path they choose so what would you recommend for them that's crazy that you said that about the mental because that's what I was going to say like you you have to have a a clear mind in this industry because it's all over the place it's all over the place and not just now with corona it's always all over the place like i remember one project we did the Georgia lottery commercial mm. all over the place if if you're head isn't in that right state you will one freak out to fuck this shit i'm yeah I, i'm not i'm over it yeah you gotta Three, work through pressure you're gonna have an attitude with the producers look you're gonna take what i like this is what i already got and we filming in what 30 minutes right so this is what you're gonna get so you just have to have a clear mind and understand the the background of everything with it because if you don't you're gonna be lost in like gucci man said you're gonna be lost in the sauce <laughs> so you just gotta have a clear mind you just got to because things change the director can say one thing and five minutes later it could be something else oh this button needs to be red not yellow i know y'all just sewn this song but it needs to be this color and you have two minutes to do it, so you just you just gotta roll with the punches with this with this in this industry. You just gotta roll with it. Well, thank you, B. You're I'm so welcome. happy you were able to join us. Thank I hope y'all enjoyed all of these tips and got a better understanding of what the industry is like. And y'all know I'm not just tripping and just adding fluff. Like this is. It's real life. Like, it's not what y'all think. You have to get out of your way. You have to get out of your feelings. You have to... You have to get out of your bed at yeah. 5 a.m. to be on set be at 6. Time. <laughs> and that's a late day. Like, that's a that's a nice time. If they say, oh, you need to be on set at 6 or 7 a.m. Because it's been times where you might got to be on there at 4.35 or mm -hmm. 4 o'clock. Mm -hmm. And you need to be up and ready to go because... When you get there, your call time could be 7 by 6.30. If you're there, they're already asking you questions and they want you to work. So make sure you're centered and balanced and you ready to just, you ready to go. But the good thing about all of this is you'll be able to download some tips for how to land an internship by clicking the link in my website. So if you go to my website, 
AM shop or it's shop AM. I'm sorry, I can't remember exactly what it is, but you'll know when you get there. If you go there, you'll be able to click and see tips on how you can land an internship. Um, and I hope that you just practice them. Feel free to send me a DM um, letting me know what you thought about this podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at she is I underscore am and join our private Facebook group. We want to talk to you. We want us to just, you know, join the tribe. And that's it. Thanks, B. Thank you for having me. Thank you.